Hello, everybody. Today, I will be interviewing Cherie Davies, SVP Executive Creative Director at FCB Chicago. And Cherie is here to discuss and talk with us about inspiring award-winning creative or just inspiring creative in general. So thank you so much for joining us today, Cherie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. And I also noticed we both are Sudler and Hennessy alums. So we uh, probably crossed paths at one point along the way, but it's been many years since I was there. But let's just get started. You know, how do you inspire creative teams? Look, within the pharma and health advertising you know, space, especially within consumer, which my agency focuses on, creative teams need to be inspired by the people they are speaking to. At times, we work on brands that treat conditions we've never heard of, some extremely rare. Anyone can like Google a condition, right? But in order to create the most authentic, compelling creative, teams need to have a deeper and true understanding. I mean, really, I always say it's a privilege to speak to people who live with a lot of these health conditions, many who feel invisible, who deserve to be seen and understood. So it's really our duty to do the best work we can for them. And, you know, people say this quite a bit, but it's so true. Creativity in this space does have the opportunity to change lives, to make a positive impact on people. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's so true. And I love that answer because that's, I think when we all sit down, sometimes I jump in and work on some ideas. I don't want to get rusty myself. And what inspires me the most is exactly that. So I think that that is an awesome answer. So what are some approaches to selling in award-winning creative to clients that, you know, so often clients will tend to go for maybe the safer idea and it's our job to kind of drive them. And again, it does, it's not about winning awards, but it's about doing the work that's really going to move your audience. So when you have those situations where you feel like the client's kind of taking you away from the best work, how do you manage that? It's exactly what you said. I mean, award-winning work, it's, it really is the, the work that's insightful work. It's work that moves the needle and it's, it makes an impact in some way. And a work that actually works is ultimately effective and it's proven yeah. to have a return of investment for clients. So really it's our job to show the value of creativity. We can always walk into a presentation with clients and simply show our great idea and hope that they trust us and trust that it will work, right? But any data, analytics, research that we can help to support the why an idea is a good one, it always goes such a long way. I think that clients will tend to go for the ideas that they do feel comfortable with and familiar with. And it is our job to help them, you know, maybe push out of those boundaries, but it has to have a strong why. Yeah, it's true. And sometimes we do that early on is we'll do the same thing is let's share this with the audience because it's not about our clients or us often. Yeah. It's, about, it's about the people we're talking to and does it resonate with them? So very true. So 100%. And I think, you know, yeah, we do it straight away at like the start, but sometimes, you know, these campaigns can take a long time <laughs> to create. And we can go through rounds of changes and doing reminders as well, because a lot of ideas can start off as great ideas. And then along the track, (laughs) they get watered down and watered down. And it is, you know, our job again to remind if we do have this great data analytics as to why we started with an idea in the first place to bring it back and remind everyone, even ourselves, right? Because sometimes it's easy to get, you know, lost in the (laughs) the change of an idea moving forward to production and 
just to keep ourselves honest and you know, why an idea came up in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to go a little off script here and I'm just curious about, you know, what this year has been like for you and your team with COVID, with working from home, with the possibility of even going back to the office, what has worked, what has changed, what has your experience been? Yeah, well, we've been working in virtually on Teams and honestly, I didn't know how it would go. In all honesty, you know, how do you know that people are actually working? But, you know, the complete opposite happens. People are working for the most part too much. And when we're in strict lockdown, work-life balance really took a hit because for many, work became life. We weren't leaving our homes. We were always available, right? And it was difficult to draw boundaries. That was really something that was tough to stay on top of. For me personally, you know, I actually had to come back to Australia to renew my visa and to get my husband on my visa. So once we heard the borders were closing and flights were being canceled, we packed up a few things in like four days and thought we would sort our visas out and COVID would calm down and we would be back in the US in like May last year. (laughs) Obviously that didn't happen and life had other plans. I was actually pregnant at the time and uh, we we lost our baby at 23 weeks while I was in Australia. So that was really the hardest thing my husband and I have ever had to, you know, experience. And then considering we were also in a strict lockdown, so sorry. Yeah. And then COVID got worse and worse around the world. And, you know, staying close to family really became the most important thing. So I've been working remote from Australia for over a year. The time difference is, you know, a challenge, but I'm learning to operate with less sleep. And you know what, like, it's so valuable for me, like FCB has been incredibly supportive throughout this time. And, you know, that's really has meant so much and they've done everything that they can to help make this, you know, work. And I'm, I'm, you know, really grateful for that. But I mean, everyone has been impacted in some way during the pandemic, right? And in a virtual world, sometimes it's hard to know the well-being of everyone and everything. It's so true. (laughs) There are so many levels of tragedy that have come out of this. And I'm so, so very sorry for your loss. It's been rough. I actually lost my brother to COVID. And, you know, it's been, it's been tough for a lot of people. And I think working for a company that is really supportive is everything, you know, at a time like this and at a time whenever we're going through very, very terrible emotional ups and downs. So yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, if the last year has taught me anything, it was to lead with compassion and empathy, because we don't know what everyone is personally going through and being open and transparent. And then that there is nothing more important than our health, right? And the health of our families, which has made the creative industry that we work in even more relevant. Health really is everything. It is. You're nothing without your health. And so I think sometimes we need to be reminded what we do every day just really makes a difference in the lives of people. And I think that's often what drives those of us that ended up working in the pharmaceutical industry, right? Yeah, exactly. It is so true. So now we'll go to something a little more fun and lighthearted, but I'm just real curious, what's the best piece of creative work you've seen in the last year? You know, something that just got you excited, something that sort of made you say, hey, I wish I'd done that. I'm probably jumping on the bandwagon here, but I love the extra gum 
for when it's time spots. We've been isolated from others, social distancing, wearing masks. And it's just a fabulous reminder that when we all come together again, we need to be at our freshest, executed and produced so well, considering it's been produced during COVID and the challenges that that holds. And I just feel it's so incredibly relevant and it just sparks joy. So I truly love it. That's great. That's an excellent example. I love that campaign as well. So here's another one. What has been the most surreal moment of your career? It's probably a very cliche answer, but it's hard to go past right now. (laughs) Right now is pretty surreal. Having people, you know, being able to deliver great work from their homes from across the globe. This is something I never thought would be possible, even say at the beginning of last year. We've all had to learn a new way of working. And that's throughout, you know, our day-to-day meetings, creative IRs, but productions as well. I ever thought that we would be doing productions from all from you know our living rooms yeah you would have just thought no there's no way it's possible but um, yeah here we are (laughs) I know know. it's interesting it really puts everything in perspective and quite honestly it has to be twice as hard for you because you're in Australia so it's been hard enough trying to figure this out but it must have been so much harder trying to manage the time zones yeah (laughs) exactly like I said less sleep you know I had to go from being like an eight hours a night person to deal with much less (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but it's fine and you know what it's great also working with so many talented people I think the people that you work with is so important and I'm you know so incredibly lucky to have such a great team Yeah, I have to say that means everything when you can rely on your team. And I have such an awesome team. Their ego is all in the work. It's not in their head. And every single decision that they make is about the work. And it just makes me so proud to know that I've got folks working for me that I completely trust to do what's best for the work, you know, and and you're so in a situation like this. People really have rallied. And I think, you know, to your point earlier that we complain about that commute to work, but that commute to work was our like downtime, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know, exactly. You know, it doesn't exist anymore. And I, I think I never realized how much that drive home from work blasting the music did for me, my soul, yeah. actually. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you used to be able to say, oh, hey, I can't do that deadline. I'm going out to dinner. I have plans. <laughs> And then suddenly when that's all taken away too, it's like, okay, yeah, sure. I guess I'm here. Or, you know, a lot of the times I loved throwing myself into it because it was that wonderful distraction and to keep busy. But, you know, as time went on, right, it took a strain. It is true. On one hand, it is, I can't tell you how many times I, you know, you delve into work and it really keeps you distracted, but you are right. It's kind of like, well, what do you mean you can't do it? Where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) No one had anything (laughs) to say, right? It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know that is, it's funny and it's sad, but it it is so true. Do you guys have any plans? And obviously you're in Australia, but does your office have any plans to go back anytime soon or? Yeah, yeah, they're slowly starting to get back into the office. There's going to be a hybrid style. And of course, you know, even as much as us all going back to, you know, going from work from home, it's going to be a learning process to do this hybrid office and work from home kind of environments. So it really is on a comfort level. And, you know, those that have, 
feel comfortable can go into the office now you have to book in your space and um, you know there's a lot of things in place to to make it as comfortable as it can be um, yeah. but there's a lot of people who have to be in an office environment too right it's you know, for those who are homeschooling, or I, I just, you know, have the utmost respect for those who were homeschooling multiple children and having their husband and themselves in a home, <laughs> all working at the same time, it would have been extremely difficult. <laughs> it is, it is so true. I don't know how people did it, you know, no. just really, really difficult. And you know what, the work still didn't suffer. It didn't. Um, it's, yeah. It's, so that that's just amazing what so many people have had to deal with, and you know, kids and and how frustrated and how they have such short attention spans. It must have been so difficult. <laughs> exactly. My, my son's grown, so you know. But it was I, also quite wonderful, right, to to have a peek into people's homes as well, and to. <laughs> you know, meet children as well. A lot of the children who would like wave their hands at the back of the camera. Um, and I loved that actually. I, I really loved um, having, you know, a peek into people's lives outside of, you know, the office. And yeah, that has been something that has been, you know, quite a nice thing to, t- to take away one, one of the nice things. It, it absolutely has. I, I have to say in some ways, you know, we started hosting happy hours and People got to know each other. I said, I know these people better over this happy hour than I did when we were in the office, you know, because we were connecting on the work, but we weren't connecting on something fun and enough, you know, I think we did, but not enough. And so, you know, it has been very interesting in in some ways it it's, it's been challenging and there's been, there've been moments of of wonderfulness too. Yes, I think, you know, we've all, you know, become as, you know, we could have been very disconnected. I think it has made people at, you know, in some circumstances more connected because like you say, you know, we are making probably more of an effort to have those downtimes with each other. But also I think, you know, being being okay to be vulnerable too and being okay to have, and express when things have been tough um, sure. together. Um, so yeah, the, I mean, I think that has been incredibly important and you know something that I will take away. And hopefully when we do go back into the offices, we can <laughs> contain some of these things too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're planning to go back and it's gonna be a three day at work, three to two days from yeah. home. And um, we're actually looking forward to it and we're trying to work it out that it's kind of three days in a row so that people can get into some sort of system or schedule all be together. So we're looking forward to it. I think a three day work and two day from home is is probably the dream schedule. So I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) It sounds fabulous. I know I miss the office so much. You know, I, um, it's that face-to-face and, you know, in-person connection, right? And there's nothing like looking at work and, you know, rushing around corridors and having even those hallway conversations that I really miss a lot. Absolutely. So the last question I have is what's the best advice from a mentor that really stuck with you? The best advice was from my former copywriter partner, actually, of 10 years, who, um, you know, when we partnered up, he had been in the industry much longer than myself. And I always felt so lucky to be partnered with him because he really helped shape my career. His advice, it was simple, but has always stuck with me. And that was to be myself. 
it's so easy to compare ourselves to others, to feel like we need to be someone other than ourselves to be successful. And when I learned to embrace more of myself, my style, my strengths, and embrace my weaknesses, my confidence grew and I stopped comparing myself to others. And instead, I drew inspiration from them um, to be the best version of myself. <laughs> I love that. And I, I had a similar thing happen to me. And, and well, actually, when I worked at Sutherland Hennessy, my bosses were so dynamic and engaging and funny when they presented that I always felt like I had to live up to that. And one day I saw one of my colleagues, a woman present, and she was presenting from the heart and she was presenting in a very authentic way. And she would make me want to cry every time she presented because she just so connected to, you know, the, the things that matter, whether it's the audience or the, the idea. And I said, you know, I'm like her, you know, I'm not going to try yeah. to do something that I'm not. And I, I love that. And that was something that always resonated with me as well. And it is true. I think that, you know, that changed my confidence level so much when I stopped trying to be somebody else. So yeah, there's nothing like, like if you're trying to be funny and you're like, that's not my, that's not my jam, then it's just <laughs> never gonna, it's never gonna land, is it? No, and no. I was very much the same. I have, you know, people who go in and they're so polished and everything is just seems so perfect. And I'm like, I don't think that's ever going to be how I present, you know, or how, you know, I will show up into a room and trying to do that always did come off you know, inauthentic and exactly. did not sit, did not, <laughs> did not land because I get myself so nervous too, right? I would be like so nervous beforehand to just not, you know, stuff it up. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you just kind of relax into it and, you know, know and trust that you know the work, you love the work, you're passionate about the work and lean into your strengths and your vibe, then it's going to go down so much better. I, I rambled a little bit there. <laughs> no, I, no, it's so true though. And I, I love that answer. And I think that a lot of people can really, especially, you know, younger folks who might be feeling the same way, you know, we felt where we were trying to be something we're not like just, you know, relax into yourself. Right. So I think yeah. that's, that's awesome. Well, Sherry, this has been just an amazing part of my day. I really, really appreciate your time hearing your thoughts about inspiring great ideas. And just, again, you know, you're just very authentic and lovely. And, and just like you said, it's like, make yourself vulnerable and all good comes from that. So thank you so yeah. much. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I, I really loved chatting with you also. It has been fabulous. And thank you for taking your time to, to speak to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's stay in touch for sure. 100%. Oh, 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 oh,